Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Nonprofits. We're excited to be here to share best practices for the nonprofit sector so that nonprofit organizations can increase their awareness, their funding, their sustainability, and ultimately their impact. So we're excited to invite our various guests to come on, our thought leaders in the industry, our experts, philanthropists, and national as well as international leaders of uh, nonprofit organizations. So today is no different. We're excited about our guest that we have with us today, and it is none other than Don Lenise Murray, and she's the founder and executive director of House of Don. We will introduce her to you more formally, but we want to let you know that if you have an organization or know of an organization that it should be featured and they should increase their awareness and you would like to have them on Let's Talk Nonprofit please email us at letstalk at bizlinks.tv. Again, that's letstalk, no apostrophe, just letstalk at bizlinks.tv. And we look forward to receiving your communication. Again, as I said, we're excited. We have a great guest on today. And actually, this episode, we will have a uh, guest expert as well as national uh, nonprofit leader in one. And that is none other than, uh, again, Ms. Lanise Murray. Welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofits. Thank you. So we're excited. Uh, if you haven't heard of House of Dunn, you will be really pleased that you tuned in today because the House of Dunn is doing some wonderful things. And before we get into all of that, um, Dunn, would you just share with us Dunn, the person? Okay. You know, I mean, <laughs> we will get into the leader that you are and all of that. But who is Dunn? You know, I know that you hail from New Jersey, but you've been here in Georgia. So you're a Georgia peach. You've been here. But tell us about a little bit about yourself. Okay. I am a mother, okay. a four, a wife, um, even a grandmother. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I enjoy my family. That is my pride and joy. I enjoy just spending time relaxing um, when I can. I don't yes. get much time for that, but when yes. I can, that is my rejuvenation. Yes. That's Dawn. Let, let me, and and I, I must admit, uh, this is our second official episode, and, you know, I don't know why, but that question always leads. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm impressed to share that because when people hear your story, mm -hmm. they just think, uh, oh, it must be somebody of some extraordinary talent or <laughs> somehow that they've just been blessed with some special right. gift mm -hmm. to do the things that you're going to hear about today. And, and so I'm impressed always to open up the shows to let people know who we're talking to, right. that, as she said, she's a mother, she's mm -hmm. a wife, uh, she's a grandmother, you know, and so she is just a normal person mm -hmm. that has answered an obvious call upon her life to do something to impact the society at large, and so we're going to share that story with you. So what we would like to know is, first of all, tell us about House of Dawn. What is it, and how did it get started? Okay. Um, House of Dawn is an organization, homeless organization, for homeless teenage mothers as well as young adult mothers and their children. We provide housing and supportive services. Um, we ensure that they are receiving parenting skills, life skills, that they're being educated, job readiness, so that our goal is that by the time they leave House of Dawn, they can be independent, self-supporting, loving mothers to their children and can make it on their own. You know, one thing that I've found interesting in researching House of Dawn and, uh, you know, and we'll talk about how we know each other from a different <laughs> life. Uh, Dawn brought that to my attention uh, <laughs> some months back. But um, 
But in research in House of Dunn, you, you have various programs. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a transitional uh, living program, yes. and mm -hmm. uh, there's a second chance home, Absolutely. and then there's the outreach component mm -hmm. of, of, of the organization. And you, you tapped on some of that when you talked about overall what the House of Dunn does. So tell us a little more about the second chance home. Mm -hmm. what, what, what is that? Okay. Um, the Second Chance Home is actually our program for our teenage mothers. Okay. And the way, did you want me to go into how that got started? Yeah, okay. sure. sure. Um, I actually was working in corporate and had that feeling of not being fulfilled. There was something else that I knew I needed to be doing. And I've always loved children, so I thought it was a daycare. Mm -hmm. And went to this daycare, just thinking, let me see if this is really what I want to do. And there was a kid there uh, who had told the daycare owner that him and his mom had been sleeping in their car. And so instead of her being able to meet with me, she kept having to put me on hold to look for a shelter for this family. And she came back in and she said, we have daycares on every corner. What we need is some more shelters. It's wow. dead in the middle of winter, and I can't find anywhere for this family to go. And it was something about that comment that shook me. Yeah. And so I started volunteering shortly after that at a homeless shelter there in Clayton County. And a 17-year-old girl... 17-year-old girl came to the door. She was pregnant with twins, and she had been put out. Um, her dad put her out because she was pregnant. And the owner there at the shelter had to turn her away. Wow. And I was like, where is she going? What do you mean? And he yeah. said, I can't take teenage mothers here. Wow. He said, we have nothing in this county for teenage mothers, and I turn them away daily. Wow. Thus the House of Dawn was born eight years later. <laughs> it was something about that that I couldn't rest with it. it a fire was lit. In my belly after that, I became pregnant with this vision of needing to help teenage mothers. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a teenage mom. Um, my mother was a teenage mother. Okay. You know, back then they got married early in the whole nine. But I knew growing up, I always heard the generational curse stops here. My daughters will not be teen moms. And I've always watched her be independent, always watched her be strong. And so while I wasn't a teen mom, I knew that it could be done. Yeah. It didn't have to mean that your life was over if you had the right supports in place. Yeah. And so I then started mentoring teenage mothers at the Clayton County Extension Services. I later left my job um, at Delta okay. and started working with teen moms, mentoring. It turned into a job for me. And again, I would work with these teen moms for a couple hours um, during the day, or I would do a parenting class with them in the evening. I had became their parenting educator. And I would send them back into dysfunctional homes. And I said, wow, if this girl was actually out of this environment, she could thrive. Wow. She could get back in school. They would tell I can't go to school. I don't have anybody to keep my baby. Mm. Or I would get calls during the night. Can I come live with you? I don't have anywhere to go. And of course, I couldn't take them. Yeah. And so from that moment on, I knew we had to put a program in our community for teenage mothers. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that that experience, that exchange, you know, somehow there was something unsettling mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. You had a job. Mm -hmm. um, you were fine. <laughs> yeah. I was flying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but and, I wasn't satisfied. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know, and 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 you know, we I, I can't help but just say that that's how God moves, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, you know, and I don't make an excuse for that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if if that's bothersome to some people, this is not the show for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, that's just awesome how mm -hmm. God begins to just unsettle yes. your ease mm -hmm. at easeness, mm -hmm. and and then you just go to, into a daycare to just see if that's what mm -hmm. you would like to do, mm -hmm. and this is the domino effect. Right. 
You know, uh, my wife often talks about the butterfly effect and how just this one thing in your life going there yes. stimulated all of what we're going to talk about today in which we don't have all the time to really talk about everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we do encourage you to visit thehouseofdone.org and uh, find out everything that they do have going on to volunteer. And we'll talk about that mm-hmm. piece, how you can get involved. But, uh, but done so, I hear you say that... Uh, from that, that was birth, mm-hmm. the house of done, and uh, that that's that. And my point in saying that was the fact that you know it's not like people sit down and strategize. Let me do this thing, but I often hear similar stories mm-hmm. as you shared that it was not on anyone's radar. No. Let's talk nonprofits <laughs> was not on our radar. Right. Okay, and you know my professional mm-hmm. background and. Mm-hmm. We never thought I would be here. Right. But the fact of the matter is when we leave ourselves open to let mm-hmm. God lead, we don't know where he's going to take Absolutely. us. But you're doing an awesome job, and we want to go. So that's the second chance home, mm-hmm. the transitional right. living. The transitional living program was birthed out of the second chance home. Okay. The second chance home went from ages 13 to 18. Okay. And as I, some of my girls, were, it was time for them to leave me. They had reached 18. They were aging out. They started to, um, they started regressing. And I was like, well, what's going on? You were doing so great. What we found that they were afraid. They said, I'm 18. I can't make it with a baby by myself out here. I don't have any family. I don't have support. House of Dawn is my family. House of Dawn is my support. And it hit me then that, wow, we need an extension of this program because at the Second Chance Home is 24-hour supervision. So from there, I said, well, maybe we need a transitional living program where they can uh, transition wow. from the second chance home yes. into living on their own, yes. but still have the supports in place. So we developed that program, and we had um, we rented apartments. Every mom and baby had their own apartment, and they have a life coach wow. that works with them to make sure that they're still meeting their individual service plans, yeah. case plans, yeah. um, and still doing everything that they need to do. Yes, you know it's interesting that, and when I was reading about the life coach. You know, um, in business, mm-hmm. you know, we always hear people uh, in business mm-hmm. as life coaches, mm-hmm. as uh, business coaches, right. and you're absolutely right. I I was uh, speaking in um, Montgomery, Alabama. I, I forget the exact uh, location, but it was for the National um, Association of uh, Social Workers, okay. and it was a summer event where um, the Jackson, Dr. Sabrina Jackson, and had put on and and it's an annual summer event where they actually work with the foster care system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I've been invited to be a speaker at the closing ceremonies. And um, I, I've been sitting at the table with the state person. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned that in conversation at the table that, you know, that the foster children age out, mm-hmm. you know, and th- that never dawned yeah. on me, <laughs> you know, that they actually reach an age where, okay, now what? Right. And so I'm hearing you say that experiencing that with a second chance home, a similar occurrence taking place, and those children begin to express, where do I go where from I go here? From? So, you know, for you to have been blessed with the vision and the mm-hmm. foresight to input the transitional living program, mm-hmm. Uh, I just think is awesome. Uh, we were sitting at the table with some of the students who were graduating high school mm-hmm. and they had been accepted to college. But, you know, when other kids go mm-hmm. back home, 
where did they, they go? go? Mm-hmm. So, Don, I, I, again, I, 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 I knew you were doing some great things. Um, I've read about it, but to be able to sit here and talk in detail and share it with the rest of the nonprofit community, mm-hmm. as well as those of you who might be in position to support through donor and volunteer um, roles, you know, yes. we encourage it. I mean, you hear the great things that are going on, and believe me, they have some greater things that are coming forward, and we look to share and just peek behind the curtain a little bit in that regard. But but, um, but I, I, the outreach program, uh, would you share that with us? Sure. Um, something else that had became near and dear to my heart was uh, the repeat pregnancy rate. Okay. I'm proud to say that in the nine years House of Dawn has been open, while in our program, we have not had a repeat pregnancy. Wow. And that's because of the, thank you, and that's because of the supports yes. that we put in place. So it had become near and dear to my heart that we need to take this out into the community, not just for the girls in our program, yes. but let's catch the girls that are in middle school before they yes. get pregnant. You yes. know, let's catch the ones that have already had one baby and catch them before they get to the second and yes. the third. And so we actually do um, uh, STD awareness. Okay. We do pregnancy prevention classes yes. in the community. Yes. And that's something that we even had a speakers bureau for some of our girls. We would take them with us, Good. let them tell their experience. Yes. What, is they take it much better coming from their peers yeah. for one of their peers to say, this isn't what you want. Yes, yes. <laughs> My baby's a blessing, but yes. if I had to do it all over yes. again, I would have waited. Yeah. And so we even trained some of our girls to do that. I, I just think it's an awesome thing that you're doing. I had the privilege of, uh, in part of the research on your mm-hmm. website, to see your video and a young lady sharing her story. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, actually, uh, it's apparently you are with the GC GCAP, GCAP. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know we won't get much into that. Mm-hmm. But you know, with that relationship with GCAP, it, yes. it appears that you guys are doing some very phenomenal yes. things. They're a major funder. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, major funder. good, good, good. And so, guys, again, as you just heard, mm-hmm. that GCAP is a major funder, mm-hmm. and we will reach out to them and see about having them here to yes. share with you. But but this is the purpose of this show. If you haven't thought about uh, that, in fact. I, I think it's very important that you share uh, the words uh, behind mm-hmm. the acronym with that. Mm-hmm. Would you share the, the name? Yes. yes. Georgia Campaign for Adolescent. It used to be Pregnancy Prevention. Yeah. It's now Power and Potential. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, again, uh, their focus is aligned with the mission and the goal and the vision of the House of Don. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know what your service area may be, but if it's aligned with that, check out GCAP mm-hmm. and, uh, again, and see if there's a way in which you can align with them to accomplish some of the visions that have been given with you. Uh, Don, I, I, I want to just enter just before we go through a commercial break but I I, I just want to we, we've talked about the three components primary components of the house of Don and um, you know and while people hear those things mm-hmm. would you just share as best you can uh, if you had to tell someone that came to you and we'll talk about that you do receive these type calls and conversations but someone that's come to you and say Don listen You've been doing this for nine years, mm-hmm. and we see that you're having a positive impact on, on these uh, students, mm-hmm. these child, these uh, girls, teenagers, uh, and eventually adults. Mm-hmm. It says, you know, I'm trying to start something, or I'm already in the midst, or I've been running for uh, a period of time in this organization. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the one, two nuggets that you mm-hmm. would give them? You know, whether it's specific with teen pregnancy, mm-hmm. or if it's just overall that can be applied mm-hmm. to any other organization. Mm-hmm that has made you successful in what you're doing? I would say do your homework and build a foundation. Um, That is important to know what you're getting into 
if you heard me say I went to places and I volunteered first, yes, yes. that's important. Yeah. Um, some this th this is really big. You're affecting lives. You're affecting generations, and you definitely want to make sure that that's really something you want to do. Yeah. Um, so my first thing was say go volunteer. Yeah. Make sure that this is what you want to do and build a foundation. Yes. You know, do your homework and know exactly what you're doing, who you need to go to, the networking. Um, all that's important. I find so many people say, oh, I'm just going to go get a house and I'm going to start a program. Yeah. It's so much more before yeah. then. Because I do hear that, you mm -hmm. know, people talk, whatever it is, right. oh, I'm just going to find this thing and just get it started. And, and that's what they think. They really yeah. think it's it's a nonprofit. It is my passion, but it's a business and I have to run it as such. Don has uh, <laughs> taken, I don't even want to say my thunder because I'm glad someone <laughs> else has said it. Now yeah. give me permission to say it. Mm -hmm. She's in the uh, sector of nonprofit mm -hmm. and uh and one thing that my wife and I continuously talk about as we mm -hmm. work with nonprofits, helping increase their exposure and sustainability mm -hmm. and all that, we keep trying to get them to understand mm -hmm. you may be a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. on paper yes. in terms of how it looks mm -hmm. and what the government expects, mm -hmm. but the fact of the matter is you are in business it's and business. you need to apply certain elements of that. And so that's mm -hmm. part of the things that we like to glean here on Let's Talk Nonprofits, those components. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you've heard it from uh, Don. You know, you've heard of her. She's very successful in house in operating the house of uh, Don and the various programs you heard about here. So you've heard it from her. And when you hear it from someone who's done it and who's doing it, please take their word for it. Yes. Um, in fact, Don got into this because she went to see if daycare is what she was supposed to do and found out, hey, it was some other direction. So as we begin to go into commercial break, uh, we will talk about another aspect of, uh, uh, of the nonprofit sector. We will get more into that. She is not only a, a proven leader in the nonprofit sector in terms of a nonprofit organization, but she's also started a for-profit business, and we will get into that and share with you uh, those elements. But before we leave, we would like to recognize our sponsor, uh, Sip for Your Cause. Sip for Your Cause is an initiative that Alexander Marketing Group uh, conducts and holds so that they put a full wraparound service to nonprofit organizations. They focus on increasing awareness, they focus on increasing funding and sustainability, ultimately, impact. So again, we ask that you would visit them at www.sipforyourcause.org and find out what they're about. And uh, again, we think that by uniting our resources that we can help uh, the nonprofit sector be more effective. For example, today, you've never probably heard of House of Dunn, but today you do know about House of Dunn. And that's what Sip for Your Cause is about. That's what Let's Talk Nonprofit. So we thank Sip for Your Cause for helping sponsor uh, Let's Talk Nonprofit and make this opportunity possible. We'll see you right after the break. Hi, I'm Pamela Adams-Alexander, technology strategist and executive producer of BizLinks TV Network. Are you using the same old techniques and elevator pitches in hopes of gaining new business, but the outcome is usually no new business? You're not alone. Many struggle to optimize the 30 to 60 seconds to spark interest in their service or product. Women Business Success Coach Trina Newby of Women About Biz and Corey Network King Moore of Pro Networker and I have joined forces to bring you a powerful two-part series, Elevator Pitch 2.0, Winning Business Through the Power of Video. Part one is a webinar to help you perfect your pitch. 
Next, it's time to take that perfected pitch to the next level, video. Part two is a live seminar sharing techniques to elevate your pitch using video marketing. According to Forbes Insights, about 50% of those who viewed online marketing videos went on to make a purchase. So click now to reserve your spot. Space is limited to the first 40 who register. As a bonus, each attendee will receive an elevator pitch video professionally produced by BizLinks TV Network. Again, click now to start winning business through the power of video. What happens when soldiers come home? Brene Foundation offers hero support to ensure that our heroes abroad can continue to be heroes at home. We link veterans with organizations who are dedicated to guiding the transition from military hero to civilian hero. If you want to find out how you can support our troops at home, please contact the Brene Foundation or visit Brene.com. Does your son need a more challenging, focused, and encouraging educational environment? Renaissance Christian Academy is an affordable private school for boys located in McDonough, Georgia, with certified teachers that are uniquely equipped to help your son master learning. You're welcome to schedule a tour of our facilities by calling 770-305-9881 or by visiting our website at rcaboysacademy.org. Renaissance Christian Academy, developing young men to be great leaders through Christ-centered learning. Welcome back to Let's Talk Nonprofits, and we've been having a great time here talking to the executive director and founder of House of Don, Ms. Don Lanise uh, Murray, and uh, we've been having a great time. So if you're just uh, chiming in and just signing on, we ask that you go back and look at the full episode so that you can get a rich uh, experience with Don Murray. And we're going to transition at this point as normally we would have brought in our expert thought leader at this uh, section of the program. But we've just done that. It's just that we've been blessed to have an expert in the same person that's also an excellent leader in the nonprofit sector of a nonprofit organization. So today we're going to transition with Ms. Don Murray and we're going to discuss uh, nonprofit success. And I will let her share with you what that is. And uh, Don, tell us about nonprofit success. Okay, nonprofit success is a for profit organization helping nonprofits succeed. And that was birthed out of my experience and my journey from House of Dawn. Okay. Um, I remember what it was like having this passion, having this ministry, this feeling in me, and what I needed to do to get it out. You yeah. know, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know how to start this organization. I just knew it was a vision that God had given me, and I didn't know what the next steps were. And so it took me eight years to get my doors open okay. from the time I had the vision. Wow. And it took me so long because I didn't have anyone to help me. Yeah. I didn't know. So I had to research and I had to thank goodness for the internet. I found okay. people in different states who had programs like mm. this and um, they were able to help. They were able to give me little gold nuggets and different things to get started. So it became a real passion of mine to 
for those people that have like passions yeah. that want to help the people in this community, yeah. it would no matter what it is, um, whatever your passion is, whatever your talent, your gift is, and you want to help someone, I now want to be able to help them get their nonprofit started. Gotcha. And that's what nonprofit success is. You, you know, and I appreciate you sharing that. Um, you know, another thing we're going to tie both the House of Dunn and nonprofit success at this juncture, mm-hmm. because one thing when you mentioned the House of Dunn, mm-hmm. you talked about a shelter, homeless shelter, telling you that there was no room here for mm-hmm. teenage, homeless, mm-hmm. pregnant children. Right. And that was a need. Yeah. In fact, the, the gentleman said that there was no place in the entire county. That's right. In which, <laughs> so I, I think it's very important because what we find with a lot of nonprofit organizations mm-hmm. is the fact that people want to come up with an, uh, an organization, but there are 5, 10, 15 right organizations who are already out there doing mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And one thing that the Georgia Center for Nonprofits um, president and CEO uh, talks about mm-hmm. is that she says in one of her article articles that, you know, we need to stop diluting yes. the, the sector. You know, mm-hmm. that if we would collaborate, break down those mm-hmm. silos and, and combine our Together. forces, yeah. we can be more effective. Mm-hmm. So I, I want, one, I, I want to go back and point that out, okay. that the House of Dunn fulfilled a specific need mm-hmm. that was not being met. Mm-hmm. So while we're talking about nonprofit success, I want to just interject there that as you're talking about starting a nonprofit, make sure that yes. there's a need that's not already been met. Mm-hmm. There are a whole bunch of other things out there doing some things. Mm-hmm. You know, then go volunteer for that, you know, mm-hmm. rather than start up another, because I guarantee you that organization can benefit Absolutely. from your volunteer. Mm-hmm. So what I want to go back is with nonprofit success is to hear you say, first of all, that it is designed to help those individuals who have the vision mm-hmm. and rather than have them struggle along aimlessly trying to mm-hmm. figure it out, sure. that the nonprofit success is organized to mm-hmm. maybe give a format, right. the instructions mm-hmm. that if they follow it, they will get there and be open yes. in a less period than eight years. Yes, the blueprint is there. Okay. All they have to do is follow the steps. Okay. It takes you from beginning to end. And wow. for those nonprofits that are already started, yeah. but they're they at a standstill. Yes. You know, they're needing to advance. They need to reinvent themselves. Yes. Um, nonprofit success helps them do that. Okay. Nonprofit success success will show them how to get the how to get your grant money yeah. and how to keep it. It's one thing to get it, but can yeah. you keep it? Wow. That's gonna keep you sustain wow. sustainable. You know, uh, that's important, and that's one thing that as I've worked with the sector more frequently, I've learned that, Mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, that there's a component of acquiring it, Mm -hmm. either through grant-finding research Mm -hmm. and then obtaining it, Mm -hmm. but then I've learned that there is a specialized area of managing that piece, and so I'm glad to hear so uh, Nonprofit Success is able to do that as well. Teach you how to manage the grant, Mm -hmm. teach you how to be a good, you want to be a good grantee. Okay. You want to make your funder look good. Okay. You heard me mention GCAP. Yes. Nine years they've been funding House of Dawn. Wow. Um, we make them look good. Our taxpayers, our people that are putting money into this program, they want to see the outcomes. They want to see that this program is working. Yeah. And that's, so it's much more than, than, than just going out here fulfilling your mission. Yeah. You have to ensure that what you're doing is working, that you're getting outcomes, um, and that you are able to sustain. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's critical that you understand that because the research in the nonprofit sector says just that. Mm-hmm. In terms of you looking for donors and philanthropists, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, that nice idea of doing something good out mm-hmm. there, making a difference, 
the, the, the research says that they want to see, like you say, measurable outcomes Absolutely. or KPIs, mm-hmm. those uh, key performance mm-hmm. indexes, and making sure that you can document Absolutely. that the dollar is going to yes. affect that, mm-hmm. that change that is put out yeah. there. Uh, I, I want to say at this point that, guys, you know, if you're thinking about starting a nonprofit organization, um, and if you don't know where to go, even if you're at the beginning, but as Don said, even if you are already in the process of operating it, mm-hmm. and you feel stuck or not quite sure, contact her. And don't just take a moment tell them how can they contact you for the uh, nonprofit success mm-hmm. component. I can be reached at um, seven seven. Our office number is seven seven zero four seven seven two three seven six. I can also be emailed at a nonprofit success at gmail.com. So guys, and I, and I stop right here to do that because I think more important than anything, when we do Let's Talk Nonprofits, our goal is to link you up with the guests that we bring. We, we're bringing on guests who are experts in the industry and who are proven to have effective track records. So we want to provide you that opportunity to not just hear the story, but be able to work personally with Don and others who we're bringing on the show. So I want to stop there and make sure you get that number uh, and be able to follow up. Um, and I might be speaking out of turn right here. I'm not sure if it's coming up on our screen at this time, but if it's not, uh, and I see our producer shaking the head, so yes. So please, she's excellent. Uh, let, let's give a shout out to <laughs> Uh, our executive producer, our Pamela Alexander, does an outstanding job. And so uh, please take note of that number. And this this uh, recording will be on demand. So please uh, visit again if you need to get the information. But please get in touch with Don, Don, Don. <laughs> All right. She does an outstanding job. But let's talk a little bit more. So you know, we, we talk about in business, there being a life cycle of a business. Mm-hmm. And I hear you say from con- concept and vision that mm-hmm. uh, uh, nonprofit success is there for you. Uh, I hear that uh, even if they're going somewhere, how would they know? You know, because sometimes some people just don't know their stuff. Right. You know, mm-hmm. my wife has mm-hmm. a saying that sometimes people don't know what they don't know. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, can you share some light? I'm not sure if you had experiences with mm-hmm. enough nonprofit organizations mm-hmm. and you maybe you found people mm-hmm. who didn't know that they were stuck, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you were able to help them understand you are stuck and right. you need to do something. Mm-hmm. Right, can you share how they might be able to identify themselves? Sure. When you have um, your program. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. You have had this one little, now that might be all that you want. It's just one little program. But the goal should be to grow. And mm. there's always room for improvement. Mm. My motto there's yeah. always room for improvement in anything that you're doing. Yeah. And if you're writing grants and you're not getting any money, um, wow. you're losing your funders. Mm. Um, if that money is not coming in so that you can service the people that, 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 that are truly in your heart. Yeah and that money is not coming in, I'm sorry. It takes money to make anything work. And you have to be able to bring the money in and sustain your program. And in my my professional opinion, you should be growing. You should be able to serve more, even if it's in a different capacity. Um, You should be moving along. You should be offering more services to the clients that you're working with. If you're doing this, if you're in the same exact place that you were in three years ago, if you're in the same exact place you were in five years ago, you're stuck. Excellent. I I think that was very well stated. Uh, 
you know, I didn't know what answer I was going to get, <laughs> but I, I'm grateful, uh, you know, that I knew it would be something. But again, if you need to identify where you are, if you're mm -hmm. stuck and you don't know you're stuck, well, Don is just giving you some uh, indicators to determine where you are in that stuckness. Uh, I, I want to continue uh, the conversation with uh, nonprofit success. Um, I, I So how do do the people apply to work with you or do you come on as a consultant you know what's the relationship mm -hmm. and how do they get involved okay um i'm currently doing workshops okay so with those workshops you of course can sign up for personal consulting i really like to do group consulting okay um, i believe in the mastermind groups yes. i believe in people working together and yes. encouraging each other yeah so when i do a workshop that workshop has now become your mastermind. Yes, I like that. And I want you to encourage each other. I want you to, you know, say it even comes with follow-up conference calls. Yeah. So we'll say, okay, what did you do? How far did you get? Yeah. What's your next step? Did you did you do your next step? You know, so those are the type of things that we do to keep you encouraged because it becomes very discouraging. It becomes very it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. And you literally feel like this is just never gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is not gonna happen. Yeah. You know, but when you have other people that are doing the same thing and they're encouraging you, um, it will happen. Yeah. It will. You, know, you I, need a coach. My thing is you need you a coach. If you're a cheerleader, if you're a football player, if you're a basketball player, yes. you get a lot further when you yes. have a coach. And, you know, she took the words out of my mouth because I began to, as she was talking, you know, I think of the same thing in business. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I was going to the idea of a coach. And so mm -hmm. that's what role you help play. Mm -hmm. But in a mastermind group setting. Mm -hmm. So I, I like that as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I believe that there's more learning that takes place when there are multiple yeah. learnees mm -hmm. or, or, or those who, students, should I say. And so, um, again, guys, if, if you've heard um, her talk about, uh, Don talk about how to get involved with mm -hmm. nonprofit success, please take advantage of it. We will begin to share, um, she doesn't know this yet, but um, I, I will make sure that uh, SIP for Your Cause gets involved with um, House of Don as well as nonprofit success, and we'll make sure that uh, an alliance is developed where we will be able to help put your information out there and keep the community abreast of workshops that are coming mm -hmm. forward. Also, we want you to stay tuned to bizlinks.tv because, again, we will uh, receive that communication from House of Don as well as nonprofit success, and we will make sure that information is put out to our uh, more than 8 million reach so uh, we can again expand your audience. So uh, you have really definitely, um, you know, you've gotten us where we want to go. You took us places that I didn't know we would go. Um, is there any other advice from the expert side in terms of nonprofit success? Is there any more advice or you know, maybe one major nugget you, you think that they should walk away with. I think what you've already shared have been major nuggets, mm -hmm. uh, but is there another thing that comes to your mind that you think you could share with the people? I would have to say one of the things that you mentioned, collaboration. That is so key. That's so important. We, House of Dawn, has so many collaborating partners. Number one, you don't want to do it all. You want to partner. But that is probably one of the most important things. Uh, as you mentioned, people say, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And if someone is already doing it, partner with them. Mm. Partner. Yeah. Um, especially if you're a startup nonprofit. Yeah. That's probably one of the best ways for you to get started. You're getting the experience. You're getting the exposure. Um, it's. I think the collaboration is very important. 
Very good mm-hmm. advice. Very good advice. And uh, what I would tell you guys, if you have listened to this uh, broadcast, I hope you do realize the, the expert uh, experience that Don brings uh, through the House of Don, but also that she's bringing now to service nonprofit organizations. So whether you're a startup, whether you're in the middle, or whether you've been around for a while, mm-hmm. uh, I think you can benefit from uh, her services. So I am going to... Uh, direct us back to House Done just briefly. Okay. Uh, would you tell us how we can get in, get, get in touch with you uh, with House Done or how can we reach out to House Done? Sure. Um, you can definitely uh, go to our website at www.houseofdawn.org. Um, we also are, you can like us on Facebook and keep up with updates and events and things that we have going on. Um, and that would be House of Dawn, Inc. on Facebook. Um, our office number is 770-477-2385. Okay. And also, I do know you mentioned an event coming up. There's an event coming up. Before we talk about the event that's coming up, mm-hmm. I know you and I were talking a few months back, mm-hmm. I think. But you, you had a workshop with um, Nonprofit Success. Mm-hmm. For, and and it, it took place in Clayton County. Right. And mm-hmm. where was that? It was actually at um, our, it was State Representative uh, Mike Glanton's headquarters. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm, in yeah. Jonesboro. Yeah, very familiar with uh, Representative Glanton mm-hmm. and uh, good people, and mm-hmm. uh, that's good to know that you're working with them. And, Collaboration. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I want to say that, uh, you know, again, we intend to support the workshops that are coming up right. with the House of Dunn or through Nonprofit Success. Uh, but you also have an event coming up, your annual event uh, with the House of Dunn. So uh, I understand mm-hmm. I can put aside my uh, trip to Paris. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll postpone <laughs> our trip. Paris to Paris with us. We'll come. So tell us about that. Okay. You have an event coming up, your annual event, in which mm-hmm. is a significant fundraiser for you. It Share is. that with us. Okay. This is our seventh annual charity social event. Um, every year we change the theme. And this year we have a passport to Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, you will be intrigued by the beauty, the decorations, Um It's an awesome time, as we talked about collaboration, for our collaborating partners, whether it's through the nonprofit sector or our business community. Um, One of the things I love about this event is to see the nonprofits and the for-profits come together to support this event and for such an awesome cause. Um, Every dime is going to benefit our moms and babies that we serve. And while we have, it's a beautiful event, sit-down dinner, um, if you drink wine, there is a wine tasting that goes on there. If you don't drink wine, just move over to the coffee cafe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as I said, sit-down dinner, um, the wine, there's also a game show. Okay. If anybody remembers Hollywood Squares. Yes. Well, last year we had a Hollywood theme, so that's what it came okay. out of. This year we had Paris Squares. Okay. And our sponsors for the event will have awesome marketing opportunities um, to for those that are sponsoring this event, and we are still um, getting sponsors as well. But they will actually be in the squares. And while they'll be answering questions, um, they'll also have an opportunity to promote their business while they're in the squares. So it's a good marketing opportunity for them. Um, Wonderful thing for them to come out and support um, our nonprofit. And once we are done with dinner and our game show, we have awesome prizes. We always have wonderful prizes that come out of that as well. The Infinity Show Band 
will start playing All and right. we're going to dance the rest of the All night right. and party and have a good All time. Right. <laughs> so that starts at what time and what day is that? It starts at 6. Uh, the doors open up at 6. The ballroom doors will open up at 6.30 okay. on September 27th. Okay. You can get tickets or um, sponsorship information by contacting me or going to, going on our website, um, as I said, houseofdawn.org. Okay. And pretty much all the information is there. And like I said, I could be contacted at our office for okay. additional information. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, so I don't mean to put any of us on the spot, mm -hmm. including myself, mm -hmm. but uh, any workshops uh, lined yet? I mean, uh, again, coming up, already planned for... Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, nonprofit success, have um, you? There is one this Saturday, actually, oh, okay. August the 9th. Okay. There will be, a, and that one is actually a startup workshop as well. Yeah. And the new workshops after that will not begin until um, October. I have to wait till we get done with the signature event. Okay. <laughs> so. Very good. Well, I'm glad I asked. You yes, know? absolutely. Uh, well, I would tell you guys, it has been a great time here with mm -hmm. the executive director and founder of House of Dawn, as well as Nonprofit Success. Mm -hmm. And again, we're just honored here at Let's Talk Nonprofits to be able to bring you quality uh, programming that is to impact, sustain, and again bring awareness in the nonprofit sector of great organizations mm -hmm. that are doing great things. And many of them are not succeeding because they don't have enough people who are aware of them. And if they were aware of them, they would be able to provide support and those type of things and also be able to bring people who can benefit from that support. So again, we thank you, uh, Don Murray, for coming, uh, being a part of our show making it wonderful, sharing great and wealth of information and knowledge on both sides, on the nonprofit and for-profit uh, sector side. Uh, we look forward to having you back again, wonderful. and we look forward again to building an alliance and partnership with both of her organizations and moving forward and impacting the nonprofit community. Well, as Sip For Your Calls likes to say, we give you our high salute, and today we salute Don Murray, the executive director and founder of House of Don, as well as Nonprofit Success. This sips for you, Don, and House of Don, and Nonprofit Success. Thank you. Until next time, we will see you later.